The Grow Your Group Show, Episode 2. Giving you the tools you need to recruit more people, raise more money, and change more lives. It's the Grow Your Group Show with your host, Mike Cooney. So hello there again, and thank you for listening. Uh, Mike Cooney, and as the man with deep voice said, this is the Grow Your Group Show. First, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash growyourgroup, all one word, and the website at mikecooney.net slash growyourgroup. I do blog regularly, so if you want to get updates, uh, you can sign up for the email list there. Next, we're looking to grow the show, so if you could share this on social media, on Twitter, on you know, email it to your friends, let them know what we're doing, um, and subscribe to us on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Next, you can support the show by doing your Amazon shopping through my link at mikecooney.net slash Amazon. It doesn't add a single penny to your purchase, but it really does help us out. We get a little commission from everything you buy. Um, or you can support uh, the show with a monthly, small monthly donation at mikecooney.net slash Patreon. Your support helps us keep us going. Uh, this Today's episode is brought to you by Gearbubble. Uh, are you looking to make a little extra money? Well, if you've ever had an idea for a custom mug shirt, hat, or shot glass, and you think the world would love to buy it, then check out Gearbubble. You can sign up for free by going to mikecooney.net slash gear. You design the product, list it on Amazon, Etsy, Facebook, Shopify, or eBay. You set the price of the item, and when somebody buys it, Gearbubble ships it directly to the customer, and you keep the profit. So that's a little bit extra money in your coffers. Take a look today through my link at mikecooney.net slash gear. Next, now that that bit's over, if you've got a topic you think that uh, I should cover, I'd love to do it, love to hear from you, you can get a hold of me at info at mikecooney.net. In this episode, we are going to talk social media. We're going to talk, mainly in this one, we're going to talk Facebook. And how do you use Facebook for your group, whether it be a Cub Scout pack, a Rotary Club, a Boy Scout troop, an Elks Club, a church, whatever, how do you use that to really you know, establish your message? I think some people look at Facebook as a, it's like a window dressing. It's cool to have and, you know, hey, we have it and it exists, but they don't think of it as a tool. And it really is a tool and something that's going to help you get more people in the door, help you raise more money, help you do what you're trying to do. It's the best way to reach people. And, you know, it's, you know, we can go through the stats where, you know, there are something like 2.1 or billion active Facebook users as of June 2017, which is 70% more than last year. That's a huge chunk of people that you can reach for your group. Now, obviously, in the town where you are, there aren't a billion people. But there are a lot of people, and there are a lot of people you want to reach. Uh, you know, if you're a Cub Scout pack, there are the parents of potential members. If you're a Rotary Club, there are businesses who could have potential members for you. There are, you know, people who you could help who might see you there. There's ways for you to increase what you're doing and who knows about it. I think one of the bigger things for, I'll, say, I'll, I'll stay on the Cub Scout, Boy Scout side, biggest troubles they have is that all their big stuff is done in the woods. And it's not you know, for your local Little League team where you're going to see it because it's at the Little League field right in the middle of town you're playing baseball. For your Cub Scout pack and your Boy Scout troop, your best stuff is done in the woods. For your Boy Scout troop, your best stuff can be done on top of a mountain. So unless your people have really good eyesight, you're not going to see it. 
And since the biggest thing you want to be do is telling your story to you know the parents of people who might join your pack, you really want to make sure you've got a strong Facebook page and you know how to use it to actually reach people. You know, it's not, you know, how do you use it where people are going to see your message and then take action based on it? Because otherwise it's just sitting there. So we'll start with some of the basics of how Facebook works. So we'll start with what's a Facebook page and your group should have a Facebook page. Your pack needs to have a page. And a page is the official profile for your entity. It's sort of your storefront. And since you're a Cub Scout pack, you get a meeting you meet once a week. You don't really have a storefront that's always there. But your Facebook page is always there. And it's your sort of public existence. Your page, your page is out there. A lot of groups have, a lot of packs have a Facebook group. And that's great. Think of your group as your group. It's the people you already have. They're in your group, but you're not going to reach a lot of extra people through your group. Even though it's public, its stuff is mainly going to be seen by the people in the group. The stuff for your page is for the public. It's out there. It's how you're going to do PR. It's what you're going to share in other groups. And we'll talk about how you can use groups to sort of grow your profile as we go forward. But that's the two things. And you should have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. And you can link them. So you should, you know, people can come and then it will, you know, people who are part of your group should join your group and you can get aunts and uncles and, you know, sort of hangers on in there too, um, get the other people in there. But that's what you really want to have is a page and a group. Um, so for our purposes here, we're going to talk about your page because that's your public existence. So you want to make sure that you've got, you know, the page, the things that your page should be, you know, it should clearly identify who your group is. So it's great to say Pack 24, but it's a whole lot better to say Pack 24, any town, Connecticut. That's going to identify you to people seeing who you are. Because for the most part, you know, your pack number is great to you and people in scouting, but to the public at large, Pack 24 means nothing. It's the pack and the town. Oh, I, I want the pack in my town. What's the number? I don't care. Unless they're extreme numerologists, which is really unlikely. I just care about numbers. I don't see that happening. So the town and where you are. And if you've got a great charter organization, I guess you could put that in there too. You'd probably want to have that as your map location. But you want to identify who you are. And then, that should be the name of your thing. And then your picture should tell your story too. So have some really good pictures. Some great kid pictures of, you know, that tell a story. Smiling moms with kids are even better. Um, you know, them doing the coolest things that you've done. That's what's going to get people looking at you. You know, a, a picture that says who you are. Whether it's, you know... A group shot, ideally kids doing something. I've see, I see way too many posed pictures out there that tend to drive me nuts um, because they're sort of sterile. They don't mean anything. It's, you know, every group can do a posed picture. What can you do that's different for you? Well, can you get me a picture that'll tell a story? Next, your page should let people know how to join your group. So you should have a button on there that either, you know, that sends you to an email you to ask how to join or sends you to beascout.org. Um, but you can add a join now button to your page and you should do that. And I'll have instructions on the, uh, on the show notes page. Next, you should have content that people actually want to see. And that is about your group in particular, you know, about you know, whether it be Cub Scouts in particular, you don't want to have, you know, to just an aphorism, just, you know, the, the, the proverbial cat picture, hang in there. Cause everybody's got that. That means nothing about you. But how are you telling stories about the kids in your pack and how it's changed their lives? 
Because that's what's going to matter to people. How are you doing that? How do you have that page? The content that people want to actually see. So next we're going to talk about content for your Facebook page, and which is really what's going to get people seeing your page, seeing your group, and finding out about you. Uh, the first thing you want to think about for content is pictures. Is just still pictures. Uh, they tell stories. They're great. You want to have good pictures of the kids in your pack, if you're a Cub Scout pack, of your Rotarians do something great. Uh, I know my Rotary Club does a coat project, and I always want to get more pictures of the kids getting the coats every year. Or Rotarians handing out dictionaries or some sort of community service that we're doing. If you can get video, video is fantastic. Video is also great. You know, short videos that people will watch and share, and that's great stuff. So you want video. Live video is great. So yeah, video stuff is great. Live video is even better. The cool thing with that is that Facebook loves live video so much right now that they're giving people a notification just for live video. There's content out there you don't need to make up on your own. You know, so you can find stuff from national, from your national organization or from your council or from, you know, the district or your group or wherever, and that's good stuff. But most of your stuff you should be sharing should be content about your specific group, your own stories. What are your Cub Scouts doing? What is your Rotary Club doing? What is your church doing? You don't need to be a, a great writer, but you do need, need to be able to tell your story effectively. You need to be able to tell people what... You know, get people to feel how you feel about your subject. You know, you need words and pictures on a website. And you can use Facebook for some of this. Um, I think for long posts, Facebook gets a little bit unseemly and too much text on a post doesn't work for me. You want to avoid those dry posts that are just pages of text, any more than two paragraphs, and you should have, it should be a link to something else. You know, pictures with text is, is really how you want to go. If you've got, you know, if you've got a, you know, you want to get, make an announcement about something, it should be a link to a website. So if in reality you need to have some sort of, a, sort, of a, sort of a website backing it up and that should work with your Facebook page, your long text should go there. And you can marry your text up with videos and pictures and links in your website to help you tell your story. If your council gives you a web host, gives you web hosting, use it. You can get your own site through a company like Bluehost for under $4 a month. And I'll have a link to that on the uh, show notes page, which would be uh, net slash two. I'll do another episode just on websites. But having one is really important. But we're really talking social media now, so we'll stay on, on Facebook. Right? Probably the most important bit is making sure, is getting people to actually see what you've posted. If you've put something up and you've taken the time to do that, you want to make sure people are actually seeing it. Otherwise, it's just, it's just a waste of time. So you're going to need to put a little bit of effort in to be successful. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think most people spend a lot of time thinking about the Facebook matrix. I always when I say that matrix, I always think of the movie with... Keanu Reeves. No one can be told what the matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. But what the Facebook matrix is, is how Facebook determines what people actually see in their feed. Now, the Facebook is adjusting this on a pretty constant basis, but it tends to wait towards the things your close friends and family put up first, posts and groups you've been a member of, popular posts from pages you like. So if you generally like a lot of posts from one group, it'll, that'll they'll show you, or one page, they'll show you that more often than things from other pages. So that's why people liking stuff that you put up on your page is really good for you. So let's say you post something. How does Facebook know if it's any good, if it's interesting? Because if Facebook is going to keep showing you boring stuff, then you're not going to keep coming back to Facebook. You're going to go somewhere else, and that's bad for their business. The first thing you can do to signal that it's good is to like your page's post with your personal account. And you can also like it, like it as your page. I know this seems immodest, but it works, and you, right now you want it to work. 
this will add sort of points to your post. So the more points, the more people who like and share it mean more people will see it because Facebook says, well, maybe oh, this guy liked it. Maybe it's good for somebody else. And the more people who like it, the more people will see. It. And you can spend some money to sponsor your posts, but I think for the most part, it's much more effective to try and go with what's called organic traffic. Now, I mean, there are some posts you should definitely sponsor with a couple of bucks, like your joining night post, or if you're doing a fundraising event, absolutely sponsor that. But if you're just talking about an event, event that's already happened, you want to go with organic stuff. You want to make, you know, just ha go with getting people to like it and share it. Now, the nice thing you've got as, a, as an organization that already exists is you've already got a group of people who are ready to like and share your stuff. Now, you just got to make sure you ask them. So, I mean, it's totally worth it to sit down with your with your group or your Cub Scout pack or your Rotary Club and say, you know what, you can really help us out if you like and share what we're posting. You know, you guys are a team. Bam, let's act like it. Uh, the next thing, really get your post seen by a lot of people, is to learn to master Facebook groups. Facebook groups are the new sort of the rage. So we talked about those as whether you should have a post or a group before, a page or a group before. You should have a page and a group, but this is about using other people's groups because you want to reach people who aren't in your group right now. I've gotten my articles read all over the world by using Facebook groups fairly effectively. First of all, you want to think of who your target audience is. Who are you trying to reach? For my, my target audience, for one of my articles, was I was looking to reach, you know, Cub Scout people and Boy Scout people. You know, so I wrote an article, The 10 Reasons Your Kids Should Go to Camp This Summer, and shared it because I figured they'd be more likely to share it with their friends. And as it turns out, they did. At the time, I had 50 people liking my page, and I managed to get uh, about 84,000 people to see my article, which was super cool. And which actually after that, my, uh, the number of people who like my page is now, you know, pushing towards 300. Now, you, you don't want to do that because, you know, that's sort of preaching to the choir. Not, the prior, not that the choir shouldn't be preached to, but you're looking for people who could join your group. So you're thinking you need to do a bit of research here. Who's your target audience? Are there Facebook groups just for people in your town? In my town, I live in Plainfield. Um, so it's, there's a Plainfield Residence Facebook group that I'm in. Uh, some of them might be, you know, the things like, you know you're from Boston if, and then the three dots, and the, that's the name of the group. You know, it might be the alumni group for the high school, but you're looking for, I mean, just type in the name of your town and search for that and see what groups exist and if they might be a good fit for what your content is and for your, for your group's message. You know, the parent, the PTO group for the school would be pretty amazing. You could get in there and post something about the Cub Scout joining night next month. Absolutely, you want to get that in there. Not that I'd lead with the, the joining night. You want to have some stuff first, but absolutely get in there. So the technique that I've found for doing this and what you should do too is you join the group and, be a, and set yourself up as a contributing member for a while before you even imagine to start sharing your own stuff there. Comment on other people's posts, tell something about yourself, do the sort of corny, thank you for letting me join, post with a few words about yourself, Com you know, comment on other people's stuff, follow, follow the, make sure you follow the rules of the group, they all have them. And once people are comfortable with you and you've got some credibility in the group, then you can start sharing your posts in there. And the technique for doing that is you post it as your page and then share that, that post in the group. Now, for example, I am now the web, the Facebook administrator for the Nipmuc District in the Connecticut Rivers Council. And when I took over, they had they had a page which was nice, but they 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 were getting 15, 16 views on some of their, you know, some of their pictures, which were great. But since I've been there and sharing some stuff in some groups, and we're going to keep doing this more and more, 
you know, now they're being seen by thousands of people as opposed to tens or sometimes single digits. You know, so that's one big way of getting your message out there. So that's the thing you need, really need to focus on. And don't just do it yourself. You know, sit. this is a team effort. This is not just you. You're a group. Sit down and have, I would have a planning meeting for this because it's that important. I mean, the days of being able to take flyers to school and have 50 kids show up are done. I wish they weren't, but they're done. And you want to be the one sending the message out there. So you got to learn to rule Facebook. And it's easy to do. You just got to put a little bit of effort into doing it. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is getting people to like your page. And you've got great posts, and you can invite everybody who likes your post to like your page. You can invite all of your friends to like your page. Do that. You can have everyone in your pack invite people to like your page. Absolutely do that too. Because that's the game. It's networking. And you and. And networking is going to be the key going forward because we've got some great groups out there, but if nobody knows what we're doing, it's not helping. So I think that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, We've got a great one coming up tomorrow. I am sitting down for an interview with my buddy Dave Perry. Uh, And Dave is a former development director, former Boy Scout Council uh, executive, and an all-around great guy. And he's going to tell you uh, a lot about recruiting and fundraising and uh, and how to, you know, a different way of thinking about recruiting volunteers that I think is going to blow your mind and uh, hopefully help you be a little more successful. So make sure to check out the show notes page for today, mikecooney.net slash two. There's a lot of good stuff on there. And with that, I'm going to say thank you very much. Have a great day, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Group Show. Visit MikeCooney.net to subscribe to the show for free, and we'll see you next time.